Hi guys, it's Adam. Um, I'm very excited to be releasing the first bonus episode of the podcast. Um, my first proper episode, which is my interview with Britta Filter from season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, was meant to be coming out around this time, but I'm having some technical difficulties with the audio and I didn't want to rush it, so I'm going to release that in January and then we're going to start consistently from January. But I wanted to give you guys a little bit of like a bonus, a little bit of a Christmas present, if you will, um, which is my conversation with Davina DeCampo. I interviewed her back in November for the Leeds University Griffin because I'm writing a piece for them, which will be published in January. So you can look out for that and I'll be sharing that on all my socials and stuff as well to make sure you guys can all read it. Um, and yeah, so there's just so much audio that I didn't want it to go to waste, so I decided why not make a little bit of a bonus episode, um, so you guys can have a snippet of our conversation, and Davina is honestly so funny, she's hilarious, I was cackling and cracking up all the time, if there's like bits where the audio goes funny and goes like completely blank on mine, that's because I had to mute my mic for how much I was laughing and cackling, because it was such a fun conversation. So I hope you enjoy. Um, if you do, you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, things like that. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter and show your support. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy. So this is my conversation with Davina DeCampo. You're so like down to earth and you're really open about like the fact you engage with your fans and everything like you reply to all your messages on mm. social media and things do you have any like really crazy fan stories not really i mean a lot of the people who talk to me um message because they've got problems you know they could see that i was really struggling through drag race uh, i look like i'm mental you know <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> you know, I look completely bonkers because essentially I was. Um, I mean, I yeah, I was so close to completely losing the plot by the time we'd finished. Um, it's taken me a long time to decompress from that. And it was just that I put so much pressure on myself. You know, it's drag. It's not that serious. Chill out, babe. But I really wanted to just make sure that we did a good job. I really felt the responsibility from our uh, series to everybody else in the country, to all the other drag queens in the country, because if we totally messed it up, then there would be no series too. You know, so, so I really felt that pressure and I really felt the pressure that uh, this is the first time that most of the world is going to see UK drag. Um, so I wanted to, I was just so desperate that we, we did a good job. And thankfully we did an amazing job. Yeah, so definitely. You know, everybody is, we, I think a lot of that is down to the casting because they did such a brilliant job with the casting. Um, I mean, I would not want to try and pick 10 drag queens and try and work out how emotionally and relationship wise, they're all going to be able to interact with each other. That is, that would be my idea of hell. Um, so I think they did an amazing job and they, they, yeah. And a lot of, a lot of the season is down to, to the casting really. Yeah. Cause I mean, Saturday of the year since the finale, which seems yeah. insane. 
I mean, what oh your, like life has changed so much in the last year? What's like the yeah, it has, it has actually, and I hadn't really thought about this, but um, we moved to Gran Canaria, you know, Brexit. Thanks, guys. We're gonna move. Um, so we moved to uh, Gran Canaria, um, and so I was sort of flying in once a month, um, doing a weekend, and then flying home. You know, because I don't need tons of money. I only need like, well, enough to live on, you know? So, um, and I was really, I felt really at peace, you know, in those sort of two, three years where it was just doing that. Um, and then this last year has been a real, a real roller coaster. Yeah, because we we did the show and then, um my mum was moving house i was helping her to move house trying to get rid of all of this junk like the hoarder next door has nothing on them nothing at all it was insane uh so then i had to go home paul had had renal kidney failure while i was filming so he nearly died while i was shooting then when i got home we had to put the dog down because she was so old and she was just really tired. Yeah, she was just really tired. So that was really hard. He'd been poorly, like to the point where he'd nearly died, my husband. And then uh, the dog, we had to put, and the dog, oh God, I'm still not over it at all. I'm not even close to being over it. And it's, uh, it's, I mean, that was like, when did we film? I think we filmed in, I want to say January, February, but I don't feel like that's right. I don't know when we filmed. I've got no idea. <laughs> Maybe it was February, February, March. Maybe it was February, March. So like end of March, uh, April time, we had to put the dog down. Um, and yeah, I'm still not over that. And I think some of that is because I was still carrying all of that stress and anxiety from the show. Um, and then, of course, you've got a six month break in between the show filming and airing. So then you have to just go, okay, box it up, throw it away, get on with what you have to do now. Um, and then it airs. Um, and I wasn't going back and forwards, you know, to Gran Canaria then. I was just in the UK most of the time then. Um, it was, yeah, it's been really strange. It's been really weird. So me and, Paul and I have been away from each other a lot as well. Um, we did manage to do, I think we did like a week or two, maybe we did like three weeks of touring. Yeah, I think we did like three weeks of touring together and this made me so happy. This made me so happy. Not that we were, I mean, yes, that we were together and we had three full weeks together and we, we worked very well together actually, but it was that he finally was like, I have no idea how you do this. I am exhausted. And I was like, now you get it. Yeah. Now you know why I'm tired all the time and I just want a goddamn sleep. And he's like, it's horrendous. This is, this is genuinely horrendous. I, am, I feel like I'm dying. I'm so tired. And I was like, so now you know why I'm a bitch all the time. <laughs> it must be draining because you're up until like, really late up in the morning new city meet and greet smile 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 and, uh, 
yeah that's the thing and if you're if if it's not like a, a you know like with club kids they arrange all the travel they sort all of that stuff out if it's not that then you have that added layer of okay i need to organize the hotels i need to organize all the travel i need to make sure that i'm getting in at the right time what time is this oh and you know if you have like an early show and the show the day before was like a late one you are absolutely screwed you know because you're then you have to be you know you'll finish the gig you'll get home it'll be four in the morning and then you have to be on the train at six so you'll be like okay i'll lie down for an hour now i'll get up (laughs) Uh, and this sounds like me moaning about it this is not me moaning about it it's just like that's the reality of it it's an I am so incredibly lucky and I love this job. Like I love it so much, every aspect of it. Um, From the meet and greet to to the, I enjoy the traveling as well actually, you know, the the constant train journeys and coaches and, you know, I enjoy it. Um, Otherwise I wouldn't do it, I don't think. so I, I know that I'm incredibly lucky and I, I'm super grateful for it. But it doesn't mean that sometimes it's not just exhausting and you want to just sleep for a week. So. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing, though, this year that I was like, oh, incredible, was that I've been on Lorraine twice. Yes, Lorraine. Love you. What a queen. What a queen. Oh, Love that's definitely so going to have to go in. I mean, so you've just been, you're constantly busy. I mean, even on your Insta story, you're going to the post office, you're sending merch, you're like, yeah. I think everyone expects you have like a team of people, but it's no, it's not. It's you and not. Paul running the ship. Yeah. And most of the time, Paul isn't here. Like, he hasn't been here for three months. He went home uh, because my mum has moved out there with her partner, Graham. Uh, so my stepdad uh, and because the house that we bought it's in the it's literally in the middle of nowhere but it's two little houses rather than like one normal sized house it's two little houses which are right next door to each other so they've got the little house and ours is the the other house so theirs is like our house is here and then theirs is up a little bit and to the back um so he's been out there trying to just motivate them a little bit to you know leave the house once in a while maybe (laughs) you don't have to just sit here why don't we go to the shops that might be nice (laughs) Uh, so he's been out there doing that with them while i've been here making a christmas special by myself in my garage yes that's what i've been doing so i've been lighting uh operating the camera, doing some of the editing, uh, getting the sound levels right, writing scripts, writing music, learning songs, choreographing, staging, dressing, doing like my brain is so fried from it. You just have no idea until you start doing something. You have no idea how hard it is. You know, I thought, oh, it'll be okay. It's not that difficult. But I've made like seven music videos in my garage and my bedroom and the front room. So uh, it, it, it's been a real labor of love. So it's called this 
Christmas special I've been making, uh, a red and silver Christmas. Hey, hey. Talk about branding. <laughs> but is, is that I'm going to take from? your little bit of snarky comment and I'm going to cash it in. Thank you. No, that was <laughs> not, not you. Not you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what the album's called as well, isn't it? It is. The EP is called Red and Silver. Uh, the lead track is Red and Silver. Um, and then there's uh, Slay the House Down, which is like a dance, a dancey, boppy. Um, slay the house down, slay the house down. Cause all the planning's over. Slay the house down. So it's like, and then I do this stupid rapping. Really, I mean, really the only rapping I should be doing is Christmas rapping, which is exactly <laughs> what I'm doing on this. So, uh, yeah, there's some rap very poor rapping uh, and then some crazy vocals in there as well. And then, uh, so that's like a late 90s, early 2000s uh, dancey track, you know, kind of like Two Unlimited meets Steps, that kind of idea. Um, and then uh, Stuff My Stocking. There are no double entendres in here. Oh. Just entendres. It's oh. just filth. <laughs> no, it's a love letter to Santa Claus. Oh, okay. um, but it is also filthy. So don't play that one to your kids. Uh, although actually they'd probably enjoy it and they wouldn't know any different. They wouldn't know what it was. Um, and then I've done a, a retelling of the 12 days of Christmas. So it's the, the 12 days of Dragmas. And my good John gave to me. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Uh, yeah, so it's a four-track uh, release. And then I've got the, the Christmas special as well happening. The Christmas special is on Fruit TV. And the EP, uh, I mean, I imagine this will go out after its release date. Because the release date is the 20th of November, so this Friday. Oh, very soon then. Yeah, very soon. Yeah, this will probably be slightly later than that, depending on whether I don't know when their print date is. But that's all right. But I'll, I'll that's still, okay. I'll still going in. <laughs> so you can also buy my other two EPs, Decoded and Gratify. Oh. <laughs> Do you think that? Yeah, I'm just a busy girl. Busy girl. <laughs> is that what you want to like pursue more with your? Careers meet the music side. Um, music and theatre, yeah, those are those are kind of the places where I'm interested most um, because there isn't anything like being on stage uh, with an audience in front of you. There just isn't. Um, but I do love TV. Um, you know, my my favourite bit of TV ever to do was All Together Now um, because there was an audience there who were reacting, and then also. I was judging, so I could just relax. I didn't need to worry about what people were thinking about what I did, because it wasn't about me. It was about this person on stage. So that just freed me to be like, yeah, it was great. I think you could have done this. That wasn't so lovely, but I really enjoyed it. And what sexy shoes you've got on. Fabulous. <laughs> I watched some bits of it this morning, and I love how you, uh, it was the Gemma Collins. Oh, Gemma. Like, Poor Gemma. 
I mean, her heart bleeds for poor old Gemma, doesn't it? Her heart bleeds. She just didn't count. That's the thing. And in that song, you know, you've done the, I know, stranger to the dark. Well, she didn't count. So she was out of time. And once you're out of time, you're screwed. And she just couldn't get herself back into it. Um, so, oh, well, sucks to be you. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, Gem, don't worry. <laughs> I, mean, I watched God Shake the Queens, which is absolutely Ooh. hilarious. Um, it looks like touring is it like hilarious. Vinegar's light all the time. Cheryl's here, she's there. Like, oh. what's your favorite tour memory? Yeah, I mean, Vinegar was late all the time because she was she was inside other people, I think. Um, she was having a very jolly time on tour. She was making the absolute most of that. She was <laughs> sowing those wild oats everywhere. Uh, I was really sick. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. Um, obviously, we didn't know that it was COVID then. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that I had COVID then because I had the dry cough. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't taste things very well. I was just so sick. I was so sick. So what was my favorite memory of the tour? What was my favorite memory of the tour? Oh, you know what my favorite memory of the tour was? My favorite memory of the tour was Manchester by a country mile because they could not have been nicer to me at the Palace Theatre in Manchester. I'd already played the Palace twice or three times. So it was, you know, just coming back to the old Palace Theatre, darling. I've already been here a few times before. All of them been a sellout. Um, yeah, so coming back to the Palace and them going, red and silver, red and silver, red and silver, red and silver. And they just were chanting and chanting and chanting and chanting. And it was, that was genuinely amazing. Um, I mean, what you can't ask for more than that than the people in you know your drag hometown to be to be cheering and chanting for you. Two thousand people all going red and silver, red and silver. You know, brilliant, brilliant. Really loved it. That sounds like an incredible moment. It sounds almost like the oh, yeah. Sorry. No, sorry. I just thought of another. I thought of another that I really enjoyed. So the first night that Crystal got to do her aerial stuff, it was ooping, gooping, shocking, shooketh, like her twizzling around on a bit of string in the ceiling was incredible. And Crystal is one of the sexiest people I know. Like she just is so sexy. And then her like 20 feet up on a piece of rope and spinning all the way down on it was insane to me. It was, I mean, the fact that she'd also lubed up her costume. So you don't have much to grip with there because you are woo, a little slip and slide right there. And, and still she was just phenomenal. So good. Totally worth going to see Crystal. She's yeah. amazing. She looks, I mean, you're at the top of the list, so she'll have to be slightly <laughs> next. 
Because <laughs> that's what I mentioned. Giselle said she was about to watch it the other day. And I was like, right, don't call me crazy. But this is my theory. I was like, a COVID particle, when you zoom in, it's wearing a red wig and a silver dress. And she was like, what are you on about? And then she watched it. And she was like, yeah, I see your point now. But I wasn't was going to so... mention it. So I'm glad you mentioned it before me. Oh, I was so sick. But the thing is, I'd sort of, I'd already said, well, if I'm ill, I just won't do it. Um, but that's, I just can't do it. I can't, I'm not that person. You know, I, if I'm sick, I'll just, uh, I'll just grin and bear it. It was not great that we were doing the meet and greet and I was trying to keep as much distance from people as possible and not touch them. Yeah. You know, to pass everything on. Um, and then if, like wash your hands and all of that stuff afterwards as well. So that it's, I mean, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everyone's grandma. No, I, I won't put that bit in. <laughs> if, you, if you don't want me to. Oh, I don't care. It's fine. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, like you're the safest. You're the safest person to go near at a meet and greet now. You've, You've been through the fire. Well, yeah, I I got tested and I don't have any antibodies left. Oh. No. Because if, if I didn't have it then, I definitely had it when I came back from Belfast. Because I've had... Sorry. Well, so we did that, um, which was November, December, and then March time, the week before lockdown, I came back from Belfast. And it was almost as soon as I got to my flat, I was like, oh... I don't feel very well. And I was, so I messaged Paul and I said, I, I am sick. And, and so I think I should, I either need to be in the, the front room or I need to be in the bedroom and we need to just keep me away from everybody else. So that's what we did. We quarantined me and uh, he would uh, open the door to the front room, put the bowl of food out by the bedroom door he would then go back in there and close the door and then I would open the door and take the food in and then I would wash the bowl and everything like that before I put it out again so that, you know, if there was any of the virus or the bacteria on there, it was yeah. all broken down and got rid of. Like proper, like plague quarantine. Of course, because he'll be on <laughs> the red screen. Yeah, yeah, he's got, um, he's had renal kidney failure, so, uh, yeah. And he'd had, uh, he'd had, double pneumonia so he'd had pneumonia on both lungs so he yeah although um they'd said to him it was so long ago that he would be fine actually that's good though because I, I remember yeah. seeing your story you're in bed and you're like don't hug your grannies if you met me <laughs> yes yes exactly that is exactly what i did yeah. it's like guys this is serious i am not well do not go and see your grandma or your grandpa they will not thank you for it stay away from them please yeah, yeah and then i was messaging i was messaging the promoter and like my booking agent and everybody else you know to message around and say look this is she's not well if you've been in contact you know stay away from anybody who's vulnerable yeah um, and I wrote it on all of my, like I wrote it on Twitter, I put it on Facebook, I put it on Instagram. and Because the last thing you want is for somebody to, uh, to fall ill because, because yeah. of you. So. 
I mean, you definitely did the right thing then. Yeah. I mean, people were grateful. They were grateful that I told yeah. them. You know, I got lots of messages from people going, thank you for telling me because I saw you three days ago and I'm about to see my grandma tonight. So I'm not going to go now. Yeah. Sorry. Even though the, and the, the meet and greets were socially distanced, there was no touching. We were miles away from everybody. Yeah. You know, but still, you just want to be sure, don't you? You just want to be sure. That's the thing, because I feel like meet and greets are going to be very strange for a while now. Yeah, they're all going to be, um, they're all going to be like, who's this skater boy girl? What's she called? Avril Lavigne. They're all yeah. going to be like Avril Lavigne meet and greets. You just stand there on that X and then I'll be here. Okay, guys. <laughs> Yeah. That's just how it's going to be, isn't it? That's just how yeah. it's going to be. And that's okay. I think even like post-vaccine, it'll still be a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Because um, I think it's interesting what they're talking about. You know, people who haven't had a vaccine won't be given admittance to venues or for flying. Or It's such a difficult one that, you know, yeah. because... Uh, how far do we allow the government to infringe on your personal rights? Um, and how far do you go in order to protect the vulnerable in society? Well, actually, you know, a, a society is judged on how it treats its most vulnerable members. Um, we've not had a great track record for the last 10 years. So maybe this is the turning point and actually we all go, well, you know what? It's not about me because it's not. It's yeah. about Grandma Nelly, or you know, it's you know, it's about it's about those people, or about yeah. Keith down the street who's got an immunosuppressed system who doesn't doesn't have any protection. You know, it's about him rather than about me. So I'll go and get me shot in the arm so that I'm less likely to pass it on to him. Yeah, that's the thing, because I think, I mean, I jump to get it because my mum's high risk, so I can't, we're right. still figuring out if I can even go home from uni to see her, but because of oh, that. that's gross. That sucks. Yeah, that's they came, we think I've had it because our flat, everyone in our flat had it, like, except me. Yeah. So I, we Oh, okay. Oh, it. so maybe you were. I've definitely maybe been. you were. Um... So hopefully that's, like, past its course, but. We'll see. Should be fine. Fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. So, do you have any plans to come to Leeds anytime soon to perform? Well, I used to do Viaduct quite regularly. Um, I'd always and always had a good time at Viaduct. Like, always. Great show. And, oh, what's she called? The older one. She makes me piss oh, every precious. single time I'm there. Is she called Precious? Precious McMichaels. She wears glasses and like this silly wig and like real old school makeup. Like, done. Oh, did she do like the bingo in the day? Yes. Like Sassy Susan. Something like that. I don't, I can't remember. Anyway, she is always there when I'm on. She's brilliant. Very funny. Uh, so I always have a great time when I'm at, at Viaduct. And hopefully I'll be back soon. Um, I don't think 
that my tour takes in Leeds. I don't know why I, I anyway, sorry guys. Um, but you know, maybe the viaduct can book, book my tour instead. Maybe we can work it like that, you know, because they've got a they've got a screen and everything anyway, so I you know I can just all the visuals and everything can just go on that. Yeah, um, that would be fun. That would be good fun. I might have to like, uh, prompt them later. Come on! Oh, I think you should do this. Um, but I am doing a gig in Huddersfield at the Lawrence Batley at the theatre there. Um, so I'm just a hop, skip and a jump down the road. It's, you know, it's not so long on a train to get to Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm doing a gig there for Christmas. It's not been announced yet, but it will be. I can't remember the date though. I was going to say, do you know when it is? I'll be jumping on a train. I can have a look on my phone right now. Let's have a little look here, eh? Let's have a little look. Uh, ooh, Because uh, you're going to be at Dragfest in March, oh, hopefully. Yeah, I've got it. The 11th of December, I'm at the Lawrence Batley. Friday the 11th of December. hope you enjoyed that snippet of my conversation with Davina DeCampo from RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one. Uh, she was an absolute joy to talk to and I really loved getting to sit down with her and chat about all sorts of things. The rest of the interview will be printed in the Leeds University Griffin in early January so you can look out for that and again I'll be sharing that on my social so you can find it. Um, you can follow Davina on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that, at Davina DeCampo. You can check out her EP Red and Silver on Spotify and Apple Music, as well as her EP collab with Daga and Blue, Frock for Life, which will be on Spotify and Apple Music as well. And then if you're feeling festive, you can head on over to Fruit TV, which is a subscription app. Your first week's free and you can watch her hilarious Christmas special, Red and Silver Christmas on there as well um if you enjoyed the podcast you can follow us on instagram at here to make it queer on twitter at make it queer or you can subscribe to us here on spotify leave a review on apple podcasts and look out for the next episode so the british filter episode will be coming out early january which i'm so excited for you to hear because again britta was an absolute joy to talk to and we have so many more exciting guests lined up for the coming months which again i just can't wait for you to hear so thank you for your support and listening to this first episode Mm